Kanban on the air. Thanks for tuning in to Instagram Growth Podcast. We love having you here and it's our mission to bring you all of the latest and greatest tips, skills and know-how to make you the best Instagram marketer that you can be. We know that you have it in you and we are going to show you how. Now, let's get started. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the new episode of Instagram Growth Podcast. I'm super excited about today's podcast episode because today I'm accompanied by Yana Tori, email marketing specialist at Please to Mail You that helps businesses succeed with the best email practices and strategic solutions. Hello, Yana Tori, and thank you for accepting my invitation and being here with me and my listeners today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited. Cool. So this episode, as you guys might have guessed already, uh, will be dedicated not only to Instagram marketing, but also to email marketing. We together are going to speak about differences and similarities of both Instagram and email marketing, draw some parallels between them, and of course, learn much about email marketing and its key points and benefits. But before we actually get down to marketing, Instagram marketing and email marketing, let me and my audience know you a bit better, Yannatori. So tell me a few words about yourself. Where are you from? Uh, how old are you? And so on. Okay. So uh, my name is Yannatori. I have a very long name. Uh, I'm a Greek Canadian and I live in Montreal. So we speak uh, English and French here and we love to eat a lot of poutine. Um, I'm 26 years old and I've been doing email marketing for the last six years. Oh, okay, cool. And so what is your area of interest? What do you do in life? Okay, so um, I have two things that I, I do all week, uh, all day. Um, I'm a project manager in a Canadian email marketing company. It's called Kickmail. And obviously, like you said, I'm an email specialist at my own company, Please to Mail You. The both places complement each other, and um, they're all about email. And I'm very lucky that I get to work uh, with my passion, which really oh. is email. <laughs> okay, okay. So I already know a bit your profession and occupation, but would you like to tell me more about it? So what are your duties, and is email marketing is your true passion? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so... Uh, I got started a couple of years back when I opened my own startup and um, I went to start working at Cakemail to help support it. And I got very lucky because I ended up falling in love with Cakemail and I really continued to learn more uh, down this path. Uh, the last okay. couple of years, um, I've been working with multiple companies of all sizes to build sales and attract new business uh, by designing, developing and implementing really innovative email marketing campaigns. So I feel that um, um, hopefully <laughs> that the customers <laughs> that like my advice and that it really made uh, a difference uh, on their end. And I really like it because it allows me to be a critical thinker and a strategic planner. And every day is different for me. I get to do new things every day. Oh, it is actually one of the things that I like about my job because, but, but still, uh, we'll talk about that a bit later. And how did you get started with email marketing? It was really sheer dumb luck. I needed, I was opening my business and I, I needed a little bit of money on the side for cash flow. And I got hired at Cakemail. They gave me the opportunity to go work with them. 
It's an amazing company, and the people there are very knowledgeable um, and very friendly, and they share all this information. So I got to learn a lot, and um, I realized that I need to learn more and more and more, and uh, I got lucky that way. <laughs> Okay, just like me, just if somebody told me a few years ago I would be doing Instagram marketing and marketing in particular, I'd be very much surprised, but here I am. And you know, I'm more than happy with it because marketing, as you told just a few minutes before, is a thing that never stands on one place. So there is just no chance to get bored because there are always some new trends, new heroes, new facts, new tendencies, and it is really cool. Uh, as for Instagram, uh, I'm here from Instagram site today. Uh, it is also, I think, the most evolving social media network with its own constantly changing rules, trends, uh, influencers, and it can't be not interesting, in my opinion. We all now know that Instagram is not just a social media network, but a true sales and global business platform. I think there are many reasons for businesses to be on Instagram, and these reasons are obvious, such as big audience, uh, many native features that let you integrate creative, interesting posts and ad stories, easy audience interaction, etc. But what about email marketing? Who, from your point of view, should use email marketing and why? Okay, that's a very good question. So with email marketing, I mean, email marketing has been here longer than the World Wide Web. Okay, so it has changed a lot, obviously, in the last uh, 30, 40 years. Yeah. I believe on my end that email marketing is a tool that's going to leave you with the most control in your hands. Uh, for example, when people are doing like Facebook advertisements, they, they can decide who their audience is, but they don't necessarily have control of exactly who is going to be getting the advertisement. But with yeah. email, it's your audience, right? You're contacting people that gave you permission to contact them. So you have the information and you decide who you're going to be sharing it with. So this makes a more personal way to communicate as well. And what's very, very cool is that uh, with email marketing, just like Instagram, we can see who clicked on what, who did, um, who went through a specific flow. And then we can kind of tweak it every time so that it becomes better and better. And we can really give value. Uh, to our customers or our audience. Okay, so you just told me that email marketing changed a lot over uh, the years of its existence. And what about just last few years? So is uh, what is the tendency? So where and how was it changed? How it developed? Oh, okay. So with email, the tools became a little bit more powerful. Evidently, Google Analytics came up and a lot of other tools that you can uh integrate together with your email. So it gives you more statistics and more information, which obviously didn't exist in the in the 70s. And the okay. other thing that becomes very important, and it's for Instagram and for email and anything online, is all the laws that revolve around data protection and the security of things. So during the last few years, you know, all the spammers, you know, we're doing, some people can do really bad things. So the industry has changed to be able to protect its consumers and their audience. So yeah. a lot of people kind of got scared the last couple of years. We've been hearing a lot of laws changing in Europe, in Canada, even in the States. Um, so it's very important to stay up to date to make sure that you're not doing anything bad uh, or that you're not affecting your own reputation because you might not know that you're doing something bad and you're sending emails and then one day you realize no one is receiving them anymore. So it's important yeah. to kind of stay up to date. 
Yeah, interesting, interesting. And, you know, I'm sure that many people associate email marketing with something really hard to set up. Because as for setting up your account on Instagram or on any social media, it's not a big deal. All you need to do is to download the app, then enter your email, choose recognizable username, then cool profile photo, add some info about you or your business. If it is Instagram, then to your bio something, and here you are. The one thing that is left here is to get uh, social and promote your account. And But by the way, it's actually the thing that is the most difficult about Instagram marketing. And what about uh, email marketing? What do people need in order to get started with email marketing? Is it a long and uh, hard process? Okay. Um, it's, li it's a lot longer <laughs> than the Instagram uh, because obviously Instagram, it's, it's Instagram. You have obviously the supporting tools that will allow you to post automatically. But the Instagram account is, like you said, the email and the password and your, your name. Yeah, yeah. Um, With email, uh, creating an account, if it's cake mail or MailChimp or whatnot, that's the simple part. But to be able to set up um, your account correctly, uh, it's a little bit more, uh, it's a little bit of a longer process. It's not very difficult, but it's just longer. Um, the reason is um, because we're integrating your online reputation. If you decide to create an Instagram account and you're spamming people, they're going to close your account and that's it. But with email, you're sending emails with your domain name. So when I'm sending my emails, I'm sending it at hello at pleasetomailyou.com. So if Google and Yahoo starts receiving emails from me and they're all spam, it's not only going to affect how many people receive my email, it's going to affect my ranking on Google, it's going to affect my reputation of my domain name, and that's going to affect my business on a larger scale. So... I said before that we had to kind of, oh, the police is in the back. <laughs> Are they coming uh, for you? No, hopefully not. <laughs> giving too many email secrets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I said before, because the security of, of my domain name and my reputation and my audience obviously is becoming more important and the industry is changing to help me do that and, and everybody else, obviously, not just me. Um, <laughs> I need uh, some protocols have been put in place for the domain name. Um, a lot of people, uh, sometimes they don't have the money for a website or a domain name, and they're going to send emails using their personal email, like uh, Yanatori at Gmail or at Yahoo, and they don't understand that this is going to affect them. So the first thing you really need to do is to buy a domain name. You don't necessarily need a website. You just need to own the at uh, please to mail you .com. That's, that's mm -hmm. the, the first step. After that, this is where it's a little bit scary and sometimes customers are going to ask me to do it or they're going to ask their hosting provider to do it, is to protect their identity online. And when we talk about this, it kind of sounds scary and difficult to do, but it, it really isn't. People shouldn't uh, stress about it. Uh, there are two things people need to check and you can Google it very easily. You need to set up uh, your authentication. Any tool you use will always have documentation on how to authenticate your domain name. There's two things you do. One is the SPF and the DKIM. And now it starts looking very technical, but it really isn't. Um, the SPF, <laughs> I promise, the SPF, when you're making that change on your domain name, uh, proves that you allowed CakeMail or MailChimp to send an email using your uh, reputation online. So I'm sending with CakeMail. So I'm authenticating that CakeMail is authorized to send emails uh, using my domain name. So that's, it makes sense. Uh, the uh, the DKIM, on the other hand, um, proves that you're really the person sending the email, that I'm, Yanatori owns 
please to mail you and Tiana Tori sending the emails through okay. cake mail. So those two things uh, make a difference because um, your user uh, is not going to go look if it's been authenticated, but Google and Yahoo, the system that's going to go and look at that is going to see, oh, Yana Tori from Please to Mail, you're sending emails with cake mail, but cake mail is not allowed to send emails. So is it really Yana Tori sending the emails? <laughs> it, so then they don't know. So then if you're starting email marketing, Google is going to be, or Yahoo is going to be like, okay, let's allow some people to receive the email. And the other ones are going to receive it in spam. And the ones who receive it, if they don't complain, well, the next time they send again, we're going to allow more people to receive it. And that can be very scary for people because they don't know it exists. It's not something we kind of tell everybody when you open a MailChimp account or a Kickmail account. They don't tell you. You have to do it. So then they realize. secrets. <laughs> yes, it's email marketing secrets. <laughs> and it, then people get very disappointed because they send emails. And no one's opening them. No one's buying anything. They're like, oh, email doesn't work. And what they didn't know is that no one even received the email to begin with. So it's very, very important. And the rest of the things you need to get started is obviously making sure that your content is good <laughs> and yeah. that everything works in your email. But that's normal. With Like like Instagram or any other marketing tool, you want to make sure that the, the things that you're sharing with your audience pertains to them and is valuable to them. Yeah, yeah. The main thing is to provide con uh, to provide value. Yes, but okay. the education is scary. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I see. You know, even I, I thought it would be much more difficult to start with email marketing. But and for me, these words like domain authentication, what? I do not have an idea about that. But now we see that it just needs some more time to understand these basics, and then it will be uh, absolutely easy. Yeah, and you do it once, only once, you know. Yeah, yeah. When just have a closer look at the details and understand what is what what is it that you need to do. Okay, and you remember earlier I said that on Instagram, uh, the most challenging thing is actually promotion of your Instagram account. And this point is getting harder and harder each year, I think even each month, because the algorithm is constantly changing, rules are becoming stricter, policies are becoming stricter, and even Instagram ads politics is strict enough, and sometimes they can just block your advertisement without any reason. So, so creating engagement on your Instagram page is your goal number one and the only one priority and not this number of followers or number of likes and something like that. Engagement is the king. And what about email marketing? Is engagement here also as important as on Instagram or there is some other priorities? I think um, after authentication, engagement is the most important thing. Uh, back, back in the day, <laughs> uh, what was very important was proving that you were really sending the emails and making sure people didn't click on spam. And as time progressed, like on Instagram, we realized that, you know, maybe I'm sending a million emails a day, but if people are not reading it or not engaging with it, um, it should affect me. So things are changing and engagement is actually starting to affect deliverability, meaning the amount of people that are going to be receiving the email in their inbox. And you don't really have control over it um, completely other than being able to make sure that people are actually reading your email, that they're engaging with it, that they're responding or clicking on the links inside the email. Mm -hmm. And um, at some point, let's say you're sending seven emails a day to everybody in your list, Google's going to be like, whoa, 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 
let's send let's let's send to only the people who want to receive it and everybody else google is going to decide if uh, the person is engaged with me or not and this becomes very difficult because if you realize that people are not getting the email you can't really just call california and be like hey google why didn't you let my email pass <laughs> <laughs> so you really have to pay attention and make sure that everything that you're sending is valuable and people are engaging and if you realize that because you have the statistics in the email as you realize that people maybe are stopping to read your email either trying to tweak you know the um, your strategy or remove them and put them on the side send to these people less so that you don't hurt your own reputation yeah true yeah and i absolutely agree with you about the importance of measuring your engagement because it doesn't matter whether you are a successful entrepreneur, a veteran marketer or a total beginner, one thing that remains true that it is important that you measure the success of your campaigns and success of your strategies to understand if you're going the right way and if your strategy is working the way you want it to. So exactly. on Instagram, one of the ways to measure success is actually the number of followers, the size of your audience. But it is Uh, not the uh, only one single important metric you need to analyze, but it is the most, so to say, obvious, the easiest one. So if you post interesting, valuable content, entertain your audience with different types of content like videos, stories, live sessions, people want to come back for more. They start following you and engaging with you. And as a result, your audience is growing. So is, uh, sorry, are subscribers in email marketing the only one metric? trick of success and um, what are the tactics or strategies to attract new subscribers okay in email we like to say that it's a little bit the opposite being able to attract people is obviously a good thing everybody always wants a really big list of emails because we think that the more people they have the more people the more chances they get to either have them purchase something or interact with them And unfortunately, what's the most important is not how big your, your list is or how many people are subscribed to you, but how they're engaging with it. So the moment you send an email out, that's what's important. You can have 10 people on your list and make a lot of money, and you can have 1 million people on your list and make no money at all. So what's yeah. important is what you're sending. And because in email, the, there's a separation between how many subscribers you have and the content and how they're engaging, In Instagram, it's kind of together. If they're your contact, if they're your subscriber, then they're going to see your content. Yeah. With email, it's kind of separate. It's something that's well done. It's somebody that's going to engage with the email. They're going to reply back to you. They're going to click on the links. They're going to go on your website and do something that you wanted them to do. That's the most important thing to look at. And with email, we give you, we give obviously a lot of statistics and people tend to just look at how many people looked at it. And that's, I don't think that's enough. If your email had a purpose or like your advertisement Instagram had a purpose for them to buy, if a million people looked at it and nobody bought, I wouldn't think that's a successful, you know, Instagram campaign. It's the same thing with the email. If I sent an email to a million people and a million people looked at it and nobody bought anything, well, it's not very successful as it's not helping my business grow. Yeah. And on Instagram, uh, sometimes I think uh, there is an effect of a crowd. So... 
for example, somebody uh, makes a post and I, for example, I don't want to buy this. I don't have a desire to buy this. But I see that many people ask in comments, oh, what is the price? Where can I, when I, where can I order it? And they say, oh, that's a cool item. That's a cool product. That's a cool service. And when I see it one time, then I see it two times. When I see it on the 10th time, I start to think, mm, maybe I also need this. And here, uh, the F the effect of a crowd helps uh, the business to get more customers in my face, like here. And on email, you do not see other people. There is only, only you and the person who sends this email, the business that sends this email. And you cannot uh, just... Uh, have an example before your eyes that somebody is buying it and somebody is engaging with this email and somebody is, I don't know, following the link or, I don't know, does anything that is asked in this email. And on Instagram, it's a bit easier, I think. Yes, you're definitely right. And that's why, uh, like you said, value is key. A lot of people send campaigns that with content that's valuable to their business. And we need to change that mindset. We don't care. Nobody cares if it's valuable for me. I care if it's valuable to my audience. And that's going to make a, a big change. If you're trying to sell something and you're like, buy it now. Well, that's for, that's valuable for me because I'm telling them, buy it. Yeah. But it's not valuable for them because they don't know why they should buy it. They don't see, like you said, other people are like, oh, it's so cool. And I want to buy it too, maybe. So having being very specific and very concise uh, is important. If you're, you're saying you want people to buy something, you can't go straight and be like, hi, you just subscribed. Buy my, buy my car. <laughs> it's not going to work. Um, so we have to, it's a little bit more of work. We want to, the, we want to instill trust. So yeah. instill too, trust is very important. So if you're telling people there's a promotion and they go, you write a subject line, promotion, best deal of the year. And they go inside the email and it's like 5% off of $5. Well, nobody really cares about yeah, the cents they're going to save. And then the next time they see your email and it says promotion, they're not going to care to look at it because the, you broke their trust. You said it was the promotion of the year and the promotion wasn't good. So uh, value and building trust will kind of fix the problem where people cannot see other people commenting and liking the product and buying it again. So you really need to make sure that your, your content is valuable and you're selling yourself instead of asking the rest of the people who might already do business with you to sell yeah. your brand. Of course. Content is the key. And I always say it on my webinars. If you do not have really interesting content, content that provides people with value and people feel like they've just wasted their time reading your post or watching it, uh, they, then nothing will help you. No branding, no aesthetics, no Instagram ads, no influencer campaigns, no third-party tools, nothing. And from your point, point of view, what should people think about when creating content for their audience in email marketing? What is I don't know, no more important uh, text, the, the length of text, the picture, uh, what? Oh, okay. There's a lot, a lot of different things. Um, the, the, the basic stuff when it comes to email, you obviously have your sender name, so people know who's sending the email, right? And um, you also have your subject line, which is very important. And the most important thing is to make sure that you're not going to, um, to lie and that you're not going to create any any 
any negative feelings the moment people are going to open the, the email. And the other thing that's very important is to make sure that next to subject line, you have a little, um, how do you call, I have the word in French now, um, you have a little concise um, line that kind of shows people what's inside the email. So it's important to make sure that, that what the description that's next to the email subject line is going to help your customers open the email first. Yeah, so the like other thing, a hint. Yes, it's kind of like a hint, and you want to have control over the hint. You want the preview text to, to let people know what the email is going to be about, and sometimes people forget, and the system is going to take the first text in your email, and unfortunately, usually the first text is like, click here to open in your browser. So they're like, uh, Yana Tori is sending an email, um, 50% off um, products today, click here to open in browser. And that doesn't sell my email. So it's important to make sure to have control over the preview text. And that's before you even open the email. When you open the email, um, one thing you need to keep in mind is that a lot of people uh, are looking at their emails on their mobile phone. And that's, the statistic is going up every single year. So there's more and more people, especially B2C customers, that are opening their emails on their phone. So yeah. if your email is not well uh, done or well it will, it will either become too long, the pictures will take too much space, and then people don't have the time to, to scroll 30 times to go and see what was the call to action. So the mobile side is very, very important. Uh, the other thing that we usually say is every paragraph in your email should have one point, and it should be very, very short. People receive like 90 to 150 emails a day. So why would somebody open your email over somebody else? Yeah, so it has to be quick for people to read and it has to be valuable, obviously. And people forget to put links towards the website or towards the goal. So buy my buy my shoes and then there's no link for them to go on the website. To oh, buy them. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget. <laughs> and Instagram okay. is a little bit more difficult with the link, but an email, it's very easy. You can put a million. Don't don't put a million, but you can if you wanted to. <laughs> yeah. And what about uh, some photos or videos, including to your email? What do you think about that? It um, Actually, I was uh, talking to somebody yesterday and I was talking to them about how uh, video and email is actually helping people with open rates. Um, you don't actually put a video. People will take like a screenshot of their YouTube with a little play button in the middle. So that when people click on it, it brings them to YouTube or the video. We realized that the, it's become very popular and it's helping people uh, have better open rates. So it's kind of cool to use if you have the time and you have the, the ability to create videos um, for your, your audience, uh, use it definitely as long as it's valuable. Video on all platforms, I believe, is becoming more important. I think Instagram too, right? Like the live stories and things like that. Yes. True, true. It's, it is a trend of 2020, all the video content and stories and Instagram TV and just videos in pause. So video content. Yeah, um, I think uh, Campaign Monitor wrote a, a blog post about it and they were saying how having a video in your email is going to boost open rates by 19% and click-through rates by 65%. And uh, the other thing that's very interesting is it reduces our subscription rates by 26%. It's, it's, there's, these are big numbers. So if you yeah. do have the capability to do video, I mean, put it there. <laughs> it's very important. 
Yeah, yeah, and I also know it from my own experience when I send people emails with invitation to webinars. We also try to uh, include a video of my personal invitation. I say, hi, my name is Zen, please come to my new webinar. And the registration rates were much higher. Yeah, it's very important. People want things quicker. They don't have to read. They, it's just, you know, they click, they look, and it, it, they understood everything that was in the email. And um, it's great. I mean, it's a little bit more difficult, I think, for some companies, especially when you're in a startup, to, you know, find all the tools and all the videos and things like that. But if you really can, I mean, it's really worth it to, to share the videos in your email. Yeah, okay. And are there some maybe other secrets that top marketers know when it comes to email marketing and that smaller businesses or just startups do not know? Okay, um, as we, we all know that the world is slowly, everybody's buying Google Homes and Alexa in their homes, and we don't realize how this can improve uh, or open rates. A lot of people are using uh, the Google Homes, for example, to read out their email. And if your email is not well created, uh, the Google Home won't be able to read it correctly, so people are just going to go next. So it's, it's something that's it's still very new. But if you're able to do it, having accessibility uh, for the virtual assistants to read your email, because a lot of people are doing it that way from now on with their watches and their phones, um, to keep that in mind. Uh, the other thing that was very interesting in 2019, uh, accessibility for people who might have difficulties either reading the email or, or viewing things has become very important. So a lot of energy has been put in products or uh, coders who are coding emails to allow people to um, read uh, the emails better, have the system that blind people use maybe to read the emails back to them because we realized that there's a big percentage of people that we're not complying to. So if they cannot read the email or they, they, they have, they're either impaired the visibility, um, sometimes we're even thinking about if we're putting a video in the, in the, the email, if you have like an ear infection or you're somewhere where it's very noisy, that also you're also included in the statistics of people that might have a situational limitation. I know uh, Taxi for Email did a nice presentation where they were trying to give examples to people that um, having emails that are accessible, it's not only for people who can't, who might be blind or ha might have any visual impairment. It, you know, a lot of people have cataracts. So if you're, or need reading glasses, so if your font in the email is very tiny, well, you just lost the opportunity to sell something to somebody. Yes, yes, true. So, Accessibility has become very important and in the, in the industry. So everybody's kind of getting up to date and allowing the editors to um, create emails that will be accessible to more people. So it's very cool. I think that's a very cool trend that's kind of coming up and people don't, people who are just marketers don't really know because they're not creating the tools that, that will allow the accessibility. Yeah. If not, uh, the other thing, uh, we talked about it a little bit more. We talked about the authentication earlier today, but there's a lot more people can do. There's a BIMI that's coming out, which is a new form of authentication. And I would suggest your audience to read, to just Google the word email deliverability and read as much as they can. It's very interesting to understand the technical part of uh, authentication and email deliverability because it's going to allow you to create better strategies I am going to do it myself because <laughs> it's interesting, really. <laughs> it is. It's really cool, and it's gonna. And it's it's really logical. Once you read it, you're like, oh, it makes sense. But because we don't we don't advertise it, you know, Cakemail or Mailchimp or Constant Contact, we don't 
talk about it. We talked about sending emails all the time. So understanding the technical part is going to revolutionize the strategy. I'm, I'm not exaggerating. It's going to make a really big difference. Okay. And what advice would you give to somebody wanting to enter email marketing? Or maybe what advice would you give to yourself when you started entering this email marketing business? Oh, okay. So to send email, uh, it, it's very easy. I mean, I mean, everybody sends email, right? But if you're not knowledgeable with all the little details, you're going to realize that the return on the investment on your time or the money you're putting into it is not going to be as high as you'd like. When it comes to email, 50% of it is logic. The other 50% is technical knowledge. Depending on where you are, you need to understand laws, you understand what engagement is. You know, it's different for Instagram, it's different for email, it's different for Facebook. You need to understand it, evidently, the deliverability. And these are the things, there's so many things that are either going to make it or break it. And it's not because we all know how to send an email, that we know how to send a campaign. So it's very important to stay informed, to ask questions to people in the industry. Um, the the professionals in email, we call ourselves the email geeks. And um, I would, they're, they're a very open community of people. If you find anybody online that uh, has the hashtag email geeks or considering the <laughs> email geek, they're going to they're gonna help you. They're going to help you for free gonna, because it's just knowledge that you can find online. But if you don't know the word deliverability, you can't Google it, you know? So I would tell people to start reading blog posts. There's a lot of um, security companies online like 250OK or Return Path or taxi for email, they have great blog posts and they talk about all these crazy things about email in very layman terms, very simple, so you can understand because it's just logic. The moment you know, you can do better things. So inform yourself is the most important thing. Yeah, yeah, okay. And uh, what makes you feel inspired about your job? So what part of your daily job, daily routine do you like the most? Okay, so I'm very lucky because I have great mentors uh, the, at CakeMail or with the email gigs who really share their experience and the knowledge. And they helped me really learn a lot the last couple of years. It's still today. And I was able to avoid mistakes that they, they probably did during their email career. So I was able to learn from the beginning a lot of things. And the other thing I really love about my job is it's kind of like programming. Every day you learn a lot. You learn a lot on your own. And because the industry is changing so much, um, I get to learn new things. You were saying earlier, you know, with Instagram, different clients, you get to do so many cool things and think different ways. It's the same thing for me. I've worked with a lot of customers, either small, medium, or large. And with them, I learn a lot of things. I learn things about their industry and how I can take my email strategies and incorporate it with their things. So it, it, get, it keeps me on my toes every day, and I get very excited to, to brainstorm ideas and fix yeah. things when things don't work. It's really cool. Yeah, so every day you learn something new. Yes, every day. It's cool, absolutely cool. Mm -hmm. And uh, how can my listeners learn about what you offer, about maybe please to mail you more? How can they reach out to you? Where can I find you? Okay. Um, it's very, very, I have a lot of things I, could, I can do to help your audience as well. Uh, I would like to invite you all to join my private Facebook group. It's called Please to Mail You, Email Marketing. And um, I support clients and my friends with great advice and strategies that they need to send the perfect email. So 
It can be generic case-to-case strategies, but I can also provide custom advice that's really going to match your goals and your in your email marketing. So for anybody who might be advanced and might know all the things we talked about today, I'm also available to guide you to make you compliant with the do's and don'ts of email. If you realize that you're sending emails and something happens, you're blacklisted or, or anything that can happen, um, I can help you with any bump in the road and make sure that you're equipped with everything you need. Um, and it doesn't matter what tool you're using. I, I know I work at CakeMail, but um, I help everybody with all of the systems that they're using, MailJet, MailChimp, Constant Contact. So don't be shy to ask any questions. And what's really, really cool with the group is that um, it's not only me talking. I'm People are talking about their problems or they're talking about maybe a blog post they found that was very interesting. So we're all sharing the right tools and practices to create emails that the recipients are going to want to receive and read. So I want to build a group of email marketers who are going to want to save the world one email at a time because we get too many emails. Okay, <laughs> we need to yeah. start, start. We need to start um, letting everybody know that sending a million emails is not going to help your business. You have to send things that people want to receive. And the other thing that might be interesting is I host um, weekly open discussion webinars to let everyone stay informed on the changes and the trends. I learn a lot every day. And I don't expect my customers or other people in marketing to do the same. So it's easy for them to kind of stay up to date. And most of the webinars, you know, they're either going to want you to have a, a computer and a credit card, right? Uh, me, I don't, I'm not trying to sell anything. I'm here to share the information I have. I love, I love talking about email and I want to create webinars that are tailored to a specific kind of person, which is each and every one in the webinar. If you do need me though to do some work, you can always contact me. Um, I can help you at uh, hello at pleasetomailyou.com or you can find me on LinkedIn. I have a very, I'm the only one that's called Yana Tori on the planet. <laughs> so I'm the only one there. It's easy to find me and we can have an introduction call and I can see if I can help you with any of your email marketing needs. Yeah, and that will help to um, make this process much easier. I will put all the links into the description field, okay? So okay, you, you guys can find Yana Tori just by following the link in the description of this episode. So Yana Tori, what message would you like to leave my listeners with? Remember, email marketing is not just a means of distribution, but it's a way to connect and communicate with each and every client personally. The more your email has a personal touch, the more likely the recipient will open your email and click on your call to action. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for such an interesting and really valuable conversation today. Uh, me personally, I learned a lot and I'm sure my listeners did the same. So I wish you all the best in email marketing in your job. And I'm sure 2020 will be a super productive year for you and for your business. So thank you for being with me today. Thank you for having me. Goodbye. And goodbye. This is a podcast sponsored by Combin.com. Grow and manage your Instagram safely and organically with Combin Growth and Combin Scheduler. Instagram promotion is easy. Combin.com.